good realtor will spend three hours a day calling? This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode. Uh, really, really, really happy to have you guys here. And folks, if you have not seen what we just launched, brand new, Honestly, a software that helps you launch your market, your entire database, build your personal brand, support the systems, everything you freaking need in one spot. Attraction has never been easiest, but that's my shameless plug for my commercial. Let's get in with today's content. So we get a call the other day and we get this call from this gal named Beverly. We're like, oh, who is this chick? What is she doing? Everyone who comes on this show, if you guys haven't noticed, has a superpower of some way, shape or form. And all of us are really good at one thing. Her one thing is like, she is... Call her the conversion queen. Like, this is an agent that has literally moved markets that didn't know anyone there, became successful, started becoming a coach, training the lead generation company how to generate the leads that they created because she did it better than the company that on the service she had. And she's basically gonna spill out the beans and talk about what made her so successful because it all starts at one thing. You have to be able to convert business regardless of where you're at. Since then, she's become a coach and done a bunch of other things. And she'll uh, go ahead and you know, let us know her story on that. But without further ado, let's get right on into this. Miss Beverly Ruffner. How are you, Beverly? I'm wonderful. Wow. Thank you so much. I got big shoes to fill. I know. You better <laughs> you better fill those. Go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, uh, what you do, and let's get right on into this. Sure. So yeah, the conversion queen. I really focus on questions versus script. Because having real conversations is what's the most important with these leads. Because if you're script-minded, you're not paying attention to what they're saying. You're thinking about what you're going to say next. And what you're going to say next may not pertain to their situation. So that's really what started it back in, oh gosh, I've been generating leads since 2008. It was easy then. 2008, there wasn't competition. Now we're in 2020 and it's... Cool competition. Well, let's talk about that really quick. Remember in 2008, you could just, like literally, I remember Zillow and all those companies were a lot easier to convert than they are today. Everything was easier to convert than they are today. But let me explain why. I want to know your opinion on this. Here's my personal take on this. So I bought a new car like two two years ago and I opted in to a car dealership. Holy fucking shit. Like you're talking about annoying, harassing salespeople calling you. All I wanted to do was find out how much this car costs. But my phone would not stop ringing off the hook with every salesperson, with the worst scripts, might I add, on top of it. The person who I actually bought the car from was the only one of the salespeople who actually texted me, asked me a question, and carried on the conversation. And I, then I thought to myself, I'm like, holy crap, this is why no one wants to pick up the phone or opt into Zillow or Realtor.com or any of these sites anymore. So do, would you agree with that? 100%. When the agent is reaching out and paying for lead generation, they, they see the dollars going out and they're automatically focused on the close. They're focused on the sale. They're focused on getting that client in the car or getting a sign in their yard. And in reality, nothing has changed with people's timeframes of when they're deciding to make a move. 
People make a move because life happens to them. The only thing that's changed from 20 years ago to today is we have the access to watch people looking. Where 20 years ago, they were sitting at their kitchen table on Sunday looking through the newspaper section. Sure. We didn't know. And, and what happened back then? You walked into an office and said, I want to buy a house. Where that doesn't happen today. So all the leads are, yes, just looking because they can. Our job is not to get the close immediately. It's to build that pipeline through time and find out where are they in the process to know how to cultivate them because they're never going to do business with you out of loyalty. Throw loyalty out the door. It, that, that's a word that's non-existent today in sales. It's convenience. Yeah, you have to position yourself to be convenient for them. It's not them being convenient for you. They don't give a shit about you. You have to be convenient for them. And that might not fall in alignment with your checkbook or your bank account. But I know six months ago, a year ago, if they turn around and say, I'm ready to buy right now, that's right now. We just have to be future-minded. So do you believe in, call it, strips? No. Good, neither do I. I hate them. <laughs> no, honestly, one of the worst questions I see like in lab coats and real closers and all these uh, Facebook groups, like I saw the same thing. I need a script to call my database. Look, if you have to, if you need a script to call someone you already know and you don't know what to say, I'm sorry, you're in the wrong damn business. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't have to think about what to say to your database. Otherwise, you're, <laughs> you have commission breath. Get it out. Yes. Get some, <laughs> get some yes. Listerine. Wash that dirty mouth out. Um, and you know what's so funny? So here we are in 2020. It used to be back in 2008. Yes, there were more people that gave you a home phone number versus today. 99% are all cell phone numbers. And I still hear agents asking, hey, is Mike there? Well, duh, it's your freaking cell phone number. So you already sound like a salesperson. Ooh, I never even thought about that. That's a good point. Yeah. You're talking about all the cold calling and whatnot. Yeah, that's true. It's like, dude, this is Mike's phone. What the hell are you doing? And that is, yeah. that's a sales call. Interesting. But that's that. because nobody's ever updated their scripts from the day. It's the scripts, of, the scripts haven't changed. And the reality is when, why we have such hesitation to pick up the phone. When I first started lead generating, my palms would sweat. I would look at the notes and I would tell myself why I didn't need to call that lead because I was so afraid to do it. But the reality is the only reason we're afraid is because when we go into a party or we go into an atmosphere we can size people up and we can see who we want to have a conversation with. And it's easier to read people in a conversation. But on the phone, it's kind of like that telemarketer mindset. You feel yeah. like you're bothering somebody. So we have seconds in order to make an impression for them to decide if they're going to hang up on us or if they're going to continue the conversation. And if you're coming into that conversation with, this is my company, this is my website, they don't give a shit. All they want to know, they see the phone number on their phone and they don't know who you are. So that's objection number one before they even answer the phone. Well, now it even will say like, this might be spam. Yeah. Or, or even, I, I haven't personally turned on this setting on my iPhone, but I believe there's a setting now that if you don't have the contact in your phone, that it'll automatically go right to your voicemail or something like that. Oh, I don't um, know That just that. happened like in the, I just heard about this last 30 to 60 days. But if Apple wouldn't have built that functionality into their phone if people weren't cold calling them to begin with, were they? Yep, exactly. And, and that's the mindset we have to get over because we're really not cold calling them if they gave us their information. So 
all our job is, is finding out where are they in the process, period, end of story. And the biggest piece that comes from this is all of us are microwave mentality. If you don't answer the phone the first time, I'm just going to wait for the next lead that comes in and I'll wait for the next lead that comes in. The average agent is only making one phone call per lead in their dashboard. You have to have systems just to your point. Like you said, that guy that was, that sold you the car, he texted you. He called you. There was multiple forms of communication because people are so numb to their phone ringing right now, even to the fact that we only let the phone ring four times. Think about your cell phone ringing. It used to be back in the day when the phone on the wall was across the room, it would take you four, four rings to get to it. But when is your cell phone never on your body? Never. If it rings four times, you're, you're, you're freaking annoyed because your hands are too full to answer it or you're trying to get off of, a, of sure. another phone conversation to answer it. I don't want to talk to somebody after four rings. I want the person that answers the phone right away. And being able to organize your leads after you have the conversation is where you increase your conversion. I want to get into the after the convo and the opt-in, but you said something that I have to beat up on the head. Because I think the half of the battle when we're talking about, we're not talking about prospect, we're talking about conversion guys, just so we're on the same page here. Like we're not talking about going door knocking and trying to get people to have conversations for it. We're talking about what to do when you actually are already having a conversation, right? Conversion. And let's go back to the script thing. Then like, how are all these coaches like still in business? Like all these script coaches, like how the hell are they? Like, cause I, I agree with you. And I think that like, if I have one goal in my personal business, it's to teach everyone how to attract and stop chasing. It's just my mission, right? It's how I started this thing. It's where I'm going to end it. It's why we built brand you. Go log in right now. But how should you start the conversation off? Because I totally agree with what you're saying, but then a lot of people don't know, okay, what's my first line? Because you're right. If you're thinking so much about what you're going to say, you're going to say, fuck, you're going to fuck it up. Yep. And I think about it. Like, let's just go to a dating analogy. Okay. Now, like if guys, <laughs> this is funny. I don't know why I'm thinking about this right now, but this is funny. Guys, you ever notice when you have a couple drinks, and I'm talking about when I was single, you have a couple drinks in you, all right? And all of a sudden you feel like a little good. Like, oh, I'm not scared. All of a you got these beer muscles and you'll go up and talk to any single girl. You don't even give a shit what she looks like or anything. You don't care because you're just not thinking about it. But it's when you're sober that you're sitting there thinking about what the hell you're going to say to the five foot four blondes in across the bar that you're staring at all night long. Well, that's the answer. Just drink and call leads. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, problem solved. Problem solved. We will show you how to drink too. But it it is weird because I feel like the script makes us, I think like just thinking that I have to rely on a script, I'm already losing the battle because I lose all authenticity. So like, how do you overcome that? Right. Is I guess is my question. That's what I'm trying to ask. If that makes sense. It's imperative to understand where the leak came from. If, were they realtor.com? Were they Facebook? Were they Google? Because they know what they did. So that first initial connection, hey, Mike, yeah, hey, this is Beverly. I'm just doing a quick check-in. I saw that you were on Facebook. I saw that you requested a home evaluation. I saw that, boom, you were looking at homes in this location. So quick I, reference back to the, just to connect the dots. Explain to our listeners why that's so important. Because we only have seconds for them to make that determination if they're going to hang up on us or not. Yeah. And don't, isn't it a lot of people, if like they're opted in, say, realtor, they probably opted into a bunch of different homes at the same time. 
it's not just it's not just the one listing and there's probably other realtors calling them back and getting the lead i have too. done train i have done live trainings in front of a lot of people and had a dashboard pulled up i remember i was in tennessee and there were two agents two different agents on two different teams in the audience and i was logged into a third person's dashboard and two of those people go oh my god she's been in my dashboard for years so she was in three different dashboards and all three agents knew her knew her name because she was in there for so long so yeah, and, and out of those three agents, probably two of them were too scared to call, and only one did. And that's where developing, having the conversation is half the battle, yeah. and we have to have the three forms of communication in order to find out where are you. So whenever I say I'm checking in, the average response that you get, and I'm just going to throw this back on you, when you go into a retail store and the sales clerk comes up to you and says, "Is there anything I can help you with today?" What do you say? No. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Exactly. But you may have intention on buying something. Just leave me the hell alone because I've been yeah. selling to you all day long. Yeah, I so, could look at the shirts. I, I could decide my own. You're not going to sell me sure. a t-shirt. Like, I could decide what looks good on me. you, Mike, hey, what, what, what brings you in here today? If you were to buy something, would it be for business, casual, or special occasion? Ah, different way. Choices. Yeah. And then, then you'd be like, okay, business, oh, what do you do for a living? So you start that conversation through questions you're building a rapport. You're building a trust. And I go, oh, hey, by the way, it, you know, if this is what you wear to work, that, that they, we have a sales rack in the back. Or let me know if you have any questions. I now know what you are looking for and possibly why. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you don't buy today. I build a rapport. You're going to remember that conversation because there's very few stores that do that for you. And Buckle is, is the best store at building that relationship. They actually Buckle? shake your hand. Buckle. They've got it nailed down. It's almost like, no, you're making a lot of common sense um, that I think salespeople need to hear it probably a little bit more often because that's really ultimately what it is. But I always say this, like I tell us to our clients and we're doing their video work. I'm like, all video does for all you guys, like right, get on video or not get on video. Video just makes you more popular. And when you start creating content and video content, you're just making yourself the center of attention. And what's going to happen is you're going to have more conversations naturally. That's just what happens. And that's all goals. That's all leads are. Like if someone's going to opt in from Zillow or Trulia or Sync or any of these sites, what is it? It's a question. It's a conversation. Because conversation leads to trust. Trust leads to you getting hired. And that is so important to understand that you're not trying to get them in your car tomorrow. You're trying to find out what every lead has a story. And we have to learn what their story is. And I ask my agents all the time, think back to a time that you moved. When was the last time you bought a house or your parents bought a house? Is there anything, and think back to, to when maybe you bought, Mike, is there anything anybody could have done to have made that move happen faster? Nope. Exactly. So why do we as agents try to make someone move when it's not in their best interest just because we want to sale? Mm. So we have to listen to their story and ask them, okay, if you're just looking, what would have to happen for you to make a move? What is your current situation right now? Do you own or do you rent? And what you're really doing is, is you're just showing that you're going to listen, right? Mm-hmm. And is yes. there a psychological um, study done on this? Like, are people more attracted to somebody when you listen to them? Have you heard of that? A hundred percent. What's the name I of that? Have- I thought I could have swore like... Is that like the psychological thing that's really happening here? Is like you're doing question-based selling. So you're asking them questions, that's having the conversation. It's really like dating, right? 
just finding out more about the person. But ultimately, what are they? Everybody what do they feel like? To talk. It, because they feel like they talk. care. Like this person gets me. Like they care about me. So now I'm more likely to open up as opposed to someone who's just after one thing. Interesting. Yes. I like it. Let's start. That, that's um, the whole let's go through this. Oh, I, I do have a question. So, I, and this happens to me all the time. I'll have people that'll come into my business, right? Um, and my sale is okay. People are going to come into real estate marketing, dude. I'm either going to build your brand, which is our highest ticket dollar. We're going to build you a video series where we carry out your videos, which is our middle of the road, or they're going to join our software. So that's our bottom of the road. So we have three different things we do. Now, mm-hmm. what is the right way? Because this is a problem that I have all the time. I want you to teach me what to do. What am I doing wrong? I'll meet with people that'll be like, hey, have a great conversation. And it's like, are you going to join me? Or are you not going to join me? And for realtors, no different. Like you have a great conversation, but your question's really like, are we getting the car or are we not going to get in the car? Can I strategize your plan or can I not strategize your plan? And really all we want to know is like, are you in or are you out, bro? Like, Just yeah, cut to the yeah, chase. Yeah. So how do you start that conversation on someone that you had a good rapport with? Because we get a lot of those. Like when you need to sort of reactivate them, or you just basically want to say, sugar get off the pot. Are you in? And I'm talking to some of you guys. So how many of you guys have not called me back? I know you're listening to the damn show. I'm talking to you. <laughs> and the question that I love to ask for your perspective is what is the one thing that if you could change in your business, what is the one thing that you would love to change to make it what you see it? And then if you have that solution, you know exactly how to solve their problem. So we have to really dig to find out. And you know, the sad thing is why people don't make decisions is because you're they right. Don't you're know so right. Now that I'm thinking about putting this in the context, you're super right. Cause you're right. When I talk to somebody, everybody has, and folks, this is the same process that goes through a lead, but you're right. Cause I, I, I schedule 30 minute meetings. It's no differently. Like if I'm talking to a buyer and seller, the number one thing I, and I, I've always converted well, but I didn't realize why I did. And it's because I asked questions. Now you're putting it back. Mm-hmm. And it was always, I would ask questions. And the number one question I would ask, I'm sorry, I'm going off script here. Um, my story I was going to tell, but this is important. Okay. Number one question That's I would good. ask everyone is, do you need to sell to buy? And the reason why I always ask that question is because it always required an in-person meeting to get them the answer, regardless of what it was. And mm-hmm. I knew that if they had like, hey, so you already own a house? And if they did, I knew what question I was going to ask because that allowed me to say, look, I don't mind if I take like 20 minutes out of my day. I'll show you how the shit works because the truth is there's a lot of moving parts. I need to look at this. I need to look at that. Maybe it's for you. Maybe it's not. I don't mind taking the time of my day. I'll help you if you need it. It was really like a takeaway close in a sense of it. Well, that's the close. You know, it is going for the – so it, it, with, a, with a home buyer, what has to happen – for you to make the move. And sometimes you'll get, I, I don't know, or I, I got to win the lottery. I, I've heard that one. Or my parents have to die. I've heard that one. You know, <laughs> hey, you'll your parents get die reason. yet? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do that one, folks, okay? Uh, won't get or you or, or my divorce has to be final. Yeah. It, when you ask the right questions, sometimes you ask questions, you're like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have gone down that road because they open up to you so oh. much. So much. I've said this on the show too. I remember when I had my brokerage, we hired this one agent. Um, was in, I was in Wheaton, Illinois, an exit realty brokerage. And this guy walks in the office. And I'm like, who the hell is this dude? He walks in with sweatpants, smelling like cigarette smoke. Guy reeked. He looked. He just looked like a dirty dude. Like I was like, this guy ain't gonna sell a house. Why are we even wasting our time? But he was a package deal for one of my other agents that I liked a lot. So I'm like, all right, bring him on. I got it. Good. You gotta take him. I gotta take this guy too. He ended up being the best online converter ever. He was a former dating coach. He used to teach dudes how to get laid in bars. 
Um, <laughs> and it's that serious. That's, that's what he had a business where he, te- he would teach guys well, who couldn't get laid go. how to get picked up. And that's exactly why he was so good at converting these leads because I'm like, I would ask him, he would convert Zillow leads like crazy and nobody else could. I'm like, Tim, what the hell are you doing? He goes, Mike, I'll talk about their fucking dog for 20 minutes before I mention yep. the word real estate. And he was a conversationalist ultimately is what it came down to. But it was all question based. Like, and then he flirts and then he gets back. He tries to go off point uh, and get away from real estate and find out more of the whys. But it's, it's interesting they say that. So walk me through um, on the conversion. So first, okay, where did you come from? I'm sure you have a formula to this. Yeah. So when, yeah, it, it. It, hey, Mike, yeah, this is Beverly. I'm just checking in with you. I saw that you were. And they're like, yeah, well, what's your situation? So that, that's my very first question. Got it. Just checking back with you. I saw you requested information on this. I wanted to get back to you. I wanted to make sure I got my end of the bargain. Uh, what's up? What can I help you with? Yeah. So it's, it's a response call. Yep. And then you get the, I was just looking. I mean, always. I mean, that's like the biggest percentage of the time. So what exactly were you looking for? Did you find what you were looking for? Yes, no. What exact? What, what is your situation? Can we right role now? play right now? And I could be the seller yeah. or the buyer? Okay. I opted into a $500,000 house for sale. Okay. And you're calling me back. It's a fortune. And you came in, what? Did you Google? I, I came in from Google. Yeah. I came in on your, I'm a website lead. What area were you looking at? I'm looking in Atlanta. Uh, All right. Bucktown. I'm looking in Bucktown. That's the only Buckhead. neighborhood I know in Atlanta. Buckhead. Yeah. Buckhead. <laughs> Buckhead. Okay. So I'm looking in Buckhead. Oh my God. Dang, it's dark in here. So we're going to go, I'm going to go into uh, Buckhead. That's going to be my, that's the area I want to buy. And I'm looking for a three bedroom, two bath. And I opted in to a condo per se. So um, I opted in 20 minutes ago. You call me back and pick up from there. Ring, ring. Hi, it's Mike. Hey, Mike, it's Beverly. Just on a quick check in. It looks like you had been online and you were looking at some homes or condos in the Buckhead area. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was. That's right. Um, yeah. Who is this again? This is Beverly. I'm just checking in. Are, are you looking to purchase something in the Buckhead area? I was, uh, yeah, I, I'm actually in and out uh, of there. I was looking at a couple of properties I thought were interested um, in. Did I fill something out? Yeah, you jumped on online. You gotta love that forced registration stuff. To, to see ah, any, yeah. give me the phone number, right? And then, then you get to talk to someone like me. So it's, it's ah, <laughs> now I see. Oh, okay, so you're a realtor. All right, got it, got it, got it. Yes, I actually, yes, I was. I, I don't know. I think I'm just looking right now. I'm not. I'm just. I was just looking. I was cool. curious so, to see what so that. So it sounds like, like you're not from the Buckhead area. I'm no, I'm not. I'm actually from San Diego. Oh, so I do a lot of business here. Uh, my wife and I, my wife brought an idea of possibly having like an in town here because we're back and forth so much. So, so that's much. why I was looking at it. Sure. So would you rent it out when you're not here or would you keep it for yourself and just stay in it when you would be here? That's a good point. But my wife wouldn't want anyone to be there when we're not there. Me, I would like to cash flow. <laughs> well, I mean, we can help you with the options that then that's up for, for the both of you to decide. Is that, I didn't even know that was an option. Like I didn't, I didn't think condo buildings well, allow short term rentals or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it depends. Cause you know, some condo associations don't, um, Got it. but I guess it would be what, what's most important to you and your bottom line as far as, so how often are you in the area here? Uh, twice a month, I'd say for about three to five days at a time. And in when the winter time, here, we go by for a month at a time. Um, okay. Grandma, and when you come into Buckhead, 
Where, where's your primary go-to place? Do, do you, do you spend most of your time in Buckhead? Cause traffic isn't that great here in Atlanta. Yeah. I hate the traffic there. Yeah. Because I'm coming in and out for work. So I'd like somewhere right there in the downtown area, go right there. Um, I need to be able to get quickly to work. That's the only reason I'm doing this preferably mm-hmm. walking. So I'm not going to have a car there either. Okay. So, uh, my car's so when you were anywhere. online, what were you seeing? Um, I saw, I don't know. I I'm used to San Diego pricing, which is totally opposite than Atlanta. So I was like, fuck, what the hell is this? So I'm just, <laughs> honestly, I'm just trying to get used to the the pricing and get my head around it to see if it's even yep. feasible at this point to be completely Absolutely. honest with you. So what is most important for you to find out about our market here right now? Investment. Investment. In regards to what is a non-compromisable, what do you have to have for it to be worth your investment? Cash flow, I don't want to take up a lot of time. I, it, it's sort of like the whole thing is such a hassle. I don't just want to be done. It's like either okay. I do it or I don't. I'm a high D personality. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. So with condos come association fees and HOA fees. Is there any amenities that you would be looking for to enjoy while you're here? No, low HOAs, ideally. More location is what I'm more interested in. And how many bedrooms? Three. Do you have a set price that you want to try to stay within? Um, it's going to be relative to the taxes. I don't know what the taxes are there. So I'm really wanting to be my total all in, not to exceed more than 3000 bucks. Okay. So it would be a mortgage as far as financing, putting money down, 20% down. It's all, it's all relative. Um, okay. so it just depends. I have to look at it, but I, don't, I haven't gotten that far yet. So like right now I'm just uh, starting I the search. Totally get it. And you know what, when I, when I actually moved to Atlanta, it was, it was a second residence for me. It was the exact same way. And I, you know, so I, I started looking in one area and I'm like, I don't like what I have to drive through to get to. So I completely gave up. I, I was you, I was like, I don't have to buy. I don't have to buy. So the more I know about what you like, the better I can serve you. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you price ranged properties and just price ranged only. You may see shit boxes. You may see things that you love, but the more that I know about what you like and don't like, I can get more specific. And then whenever you're in the area, if you want to see something, someone's like, Hey, if you just want to check it out, I'm okay with that. Because in that way, we can at least meet face to face and see if this is something that might work for you. So while we're going through this, you know, looking process, the more that you engage with me, the better it is for me to be able to help you out. And my, I don't care if you buy or not. I just yeah, my, I don't my even know if I'm going to buy. I don't want to waste your time, to be honest with you. Yeah, and you're not going to waste my time. The only thing that I ask is, I would just prefer if you would see, search, search me out first. Fair enough. Because, okay. ah, you Why don't you start sending me a list? Let me look at some stuff. I'll be back in town, and I, if I see anything I like, I'll reach out. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Mike. I'm, I'm thank you. Here's where my psychology went. Um, you're right. I did start to open up, and I wasn't because I knew we were role playing. I was just, I was paying attention to my my voice in my head, and I did get more attracted to you. not like sexually, but I was like, I was like, hey, this is like I could see, I could see it working. You're asking questions, and one question you asked, my inner side like changed totally. I opened up. I don't know what question it was. It was probably the third or fourth one in. Mm-hmm. And even that, even though we're role playing, I noticed it. That's that's powerful. What do most agents do? Shut down. Like, what's the biggest mistake that 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 we're making on these calls? Oh, just looking. Okay, well, give me a call if you find something. And not asking the questions. Exactly, because we know they're never going to call us. <laughs> right. No, you know who we are. Like, they, they. Why should they? They know. They have no. Well, and that that's what leads us into organizing the dashboard. When I go into most agents' databases. 
It's like walking into an empty store with my shopping list and asking where the product is. And the sales clerk says, oh, we haven't gotten anything out on the shelves yet. You have to go back in the stock room and there's a bunch of boxes that are unmarked. You can go ahead and find it. Well, I want my database to be just like a store. When I walk in, I want to be able to see the aisle, see what's in the aisle and know exactly where it's in the aisle. And that's the way all of our leads should be in our database. And the more conversations that we have, the better that we can organize the database to set us up to, as I call it, get lucky. Because then the leads don't get lost. So if we start taking our leads and we build our grocery store, so to speak, I know where I'm going to go and grab a head of lettuce and and we're going to go to the produce department. I know where I'm going to go buy my steak. I know where my lunch meat is. I know where everything is in the store. So if we have a conversation with somebody and we tag them, we label them properly, we're taking our thousands of leads and we're breaking them down into minimal groups that are actually workable. So if we know you're relocating or you're going through a divorce or you have bad credit or you're just looking, but it's not going to be for at least a year. We have all these common denominator things that we can plug these people into for the ability of mass communicating. So then we can hit more people in our dashboard. We can be intentional when we're working our dashboard. So we have the people that we never spoke to and we have the people that we spoke to. It's all about the organization to increase the conversion. And when do you take someone off automation? Like, because that's a big issue I see with people too, is like, after I have a conversation with you, and I get an automation email from you, I'm, I'm turned off a little bit, right? Like, because you, you feel that it's no longer, so like, why do you, well, and that's why the- it's so important to have the conversation to find out there's two conversations we can have. We can have, I, I look at a lead as I have a 70% chance of closing you and sitting at the settlement table, or I don't. With you in that conversation we just had, if you were to purchase, I have a 70% chance or more of closing with you. Because we had a, I felt we had a good conversation. You qualify for time on my calendar as That's a it. It's the if you purchase, my chances are. That's the mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Versus if you don't, I'm fucked. But, but I don't care. Because yeah. I right. look at, I'm meeting people. I yeah. love people. I'm having real conversations. I still don't know what you do for a profession yet. I don't know if your wife has a job yet. There may be synchronicity with, with the conversation that you have that someone can plug you in or you can plug in for somebody. You may need something when you come to Buckhead and I have resources for you. You never, ever yeah. know where a conversation is going to lead and you should not stop it just because they're not going to buy or they may not buy. And I also noticed if you guys picked us up when we were doing the role play, she went back to a story and how she experienced the same thing in one of her lines. Uh, I use that a lot when I'm, I'm like, so I remember one time when I was, I, I got storytell like crazy when I'm selling. And if you don't have a story, still someone else's. Yeah, totally. There's a million of them. People out there. remember that. And the sad thing is today, customer service has become just it's marketing. Average. Yeah. And when you get something a little bit better, and it's not, it's not difficult to be better than your competition today. It's not. If most agents are only making one phone call and you're making two or three, you have a better chance of having the conversation. And then if you follow up, you have a way better chance of closing the deal. Yep. Makes a lot of sense. 
seems like we have a lot of common sense in just the way we talk to people. So instead of scripting, start asking a bunch of questions and getting to know whose people are. Mm-hmm. Date your leads, folks. Quit trying to do anything else other than date them. Yeah, uh, that's what we're talking that, about. That's actually an analogy we use. It's, you know, you go into a bar, any, any guy can go up to a girl, want to fuck, want to fuck, want to fuck, want to fuck. Yeah. I mean, really, but a girl don't want that. Well, even the guys who do that, though, will get slapped in the face nine times, but they always end up going, <laughs> they eventually find somebody, but do you really want to be burnt out? Like that, look at that. It's like, hey, and I see with real estate agents too, it's like, like, I hated cold calling, like door knocking. People don't door knock in Chicago. You'll get shot if you do that. <laughs> uh, you know, like you, I just hated all those old school prospecting techniques. I never did them. Yeah. There's always just attention on it. But when I did get someone on the phone, like a lot of the stuff you said uh, makes sense. Because I, I, I guess I did do a lot of question-based stuff. Not as much as that, but now that I know this, I'm going to try this on my own stuff mm-hmm. um, and see how it works. But I, I like the idea that you can find out their why, take a note on that, and then your follow-up should address it. A hundred percent. Because you've got to find their pain and you've got to find the reason. And if Pretty much reason- the tax. I think that's going to be the tax. To be like, eh, and you know, so you don't get, and so your cousin doesn't use that realtor again. This is what you need to do. It's all pain points. I like it. Yeah. Very, very cool. All right. Well, I thought this was great. I think, uh, do you have any other thing that you would like to add before we get everything wrapped up? Well, I do have, if you go to fixyourcrm.com, you'll get my complete PowerPoint of how to organize a dashboard, as well as all of my questions that I ask on the initial phone call. Cool. And what do you, um, I'm going to give you the floor so you can tell people how you can uh, help them here in just a second, but basically you'll set up everyone's autoresponders and their CRMs and the dashes. I do, have, I do have consulting that they, that I can absolutely do that. I geek out when I get in dashboards. I love organizing and it's so <laughs> easy to find the gold. It's so easy to find the gold and the lost leads. Got it. Interesting. Very, very cool. Uh, Beverly, please go ahead and take the floor. Let everyone know how they could reach you, social accounts, your website, and all that fun stuff. We'll get yeah, beverlyruffner.com is my website, and you'll see what I offer on there. But it, really, if you want to go to fixyourcrm.com, that is where you're going to receive the PowerPoint to learn the value of a database. Because, folks, you got to remember, we are in a service industry. We don't have retail. So when we walk away from our business at the end of the day, we walk away from our business and your database is your retail. Totally. Yeah. The fix your CRM will teach you the basics of organizing your dashboard and you get all the questions that we ask on that first initial phone call to, to engage them in conversation. Cool. Go grab that guys. You know where it's at. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the real estate marketing dude podcast. Folks, let me help you get on video. You know us. Beverly is amazing at converting leads. We're really good at generating attention amongst your SOI local community and the people that are responsible for over 60% of your business each and every year. So let me make it easy to allow them to never forget you exist. See that? That's a pain point. <laughs> Thanks, Beverly. I just use Beverly scripting on my own podcast. Great. Uh, <laughs> we do appreciate you guys. If you guys are uh, listening to the episode, but if you want more information about our, how we can build your brand, how we can get on your videos, how we can build a video series in your market so that you can start building that brand, just go ahead and visit realestatemarketingdude.com. That's realestatemarketingdude.com. Follow me on uh, social, YouTube channel, Instagram, and Facebook, therealestatemarketingdude.com. And thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Beverly, this was awesome. I appreciate your insight. And it was lovely meeting you as well. And uh, thanks for listening, you guys. Stay tuned to another episode. We'll be back next week. 
Peace. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.